wasn't in the house, I moved some stuff around. All the fire hazards that used to exist by the front door has been moved. So prayer cards are now back by the prayer tree. Everything else you might need, uh, offering box, kids, coloring sheets, and all that are back at the camp center. So you can find that all over there. Um, I just want to let everybody know we are a little over two weeks away from our next prayer house meal because the first Friday falls on the first Friday. Our meal is uh, due on Thursday, March 31st, which means that's two weeks from this Thursday. So if uh, that's something you'd like to help out with, if there is a sign-up sheet out in the foyer, if you're in-house, you can sign up there. If you're online and you'd like to assist, you can send an email to me at pastorjason.com and let me know how you would like to participate more. Father, thank you for bringing us together this morning. I pray right now, I lift up face of you, and I pray that um, you would give him your word, that he would share your word, and you would be glorified in that. I just ask right now you would fill this place, fill our homes, fill each and every one of us with your spirit, Father. Give us ears to hear, give us minds to understand and hearts to discern, Father, and help us to take what it is. You have given Tracy to share with us this morning, Father, and help us to take that in, make it part of us, to understand what it is you want from us individually and collectively, Father, and help us to act on that and be faithful to your call. I pray now, Father, you would bless us as we come together, lifting our hearts and our voices to worship you. And may you be glorified in our world. In Jesus' name. Did you realize for a second that you wanted us to be sensitive to God's call and in the phone right now? I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than that. Alright, stand and sing with us this morning, would you? We lift our voices up for a couple of songs and some prayer together and just uh, celebrate the Lord. By the way, this particular time here on Sunday is across uh, America, one pastor to the next.
Closed the show last night, so unfortunately I can't recommend you go see it. But uh, I'm excited to see that there are other things coming up on the radar in our community for events like that that you can take part in and, and share them. And that reminds me of right here, March 26th, Saturday, 5 o'clock p.m. Uh, 50 plus voice choir will be right here on this stage from Taylor University in Indiana doing a sacred music concert course. If you've Ever experienced our DeCapo concerts in the past, especially the ones that we prepare in preparation 
sure about that, if you haven't experienced that, it's okay. Just come. It will be a wonderful experience. They're extremely talented. It's a beautiful group. And it will be a great time together. So we're planning for that. We're going to wrap up this little two-week series today. Before next week, uh, we kick off a series on uh, leading up to Easter. Easter Sunday, which I think my brain is not completely funneled this morning. It is April 17th. It's Easter Sunday. We'll celebrate the resurrection of the Lord on that day, right here. And we've got some series of messages leading up to that, dealing with stories about different stones in the Bible, the tablets of stone, stumbling stones, corner stones, rolling stones, isn't it? So that'll be our, our lead up. But today we're week number two of the church, Christ Community Church, the church as a whole. Last week talked about why we do church uh, and gave you lots of biblical foundations for that. If you, if you missed it, it's available online uh, through our website, c3dk.com. You can go there, click on the previous uh, live stream, and you'll see it there uh, from last week. Catch up with that, and then today we're going to talk about the how, the how of Christ community church. And uh, I gave you a little bit of a preview of that last week when I said that uh, Jason and I have been talking about this a lot as we kind of sense. We'll get to it one way or the other. If I need to pick up my hand, I might just call that mail, pick it up. But uh, as we kind of sense that at the time, this is what, at least at the time, that the world was going to return to some sort of sense of normal. Certainly seeking the Lord 
this room today has been kind of, it's been very roller coaster for the last two months. Prior to Christmas, it was more stable. And I'll say this, because I don't want to land on this a whole lot later. In fact, I'm not going to touch on it all later. Um, one of the things that we've been trying to kind of um, Oh, I almost said it, Jason. One of the things we've been trying to sort out as we, as we go forward here is that in 2021, we had, with all of the craziness of that and meeting in person, not meeting in person, people being concerned about COVID and all those kinds of things, uh, we had better attendance and better finances than we do right now. 2022 has just started out weird, and I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what to chalk it up to. Um, in 2021, we also had people who had cool things happen in their lives that brought them extra resources, and they blessed the church with those. And that happens pretty much every year to some degree. Something like that will happen. Um, we had Grace Works last year for the summer, and that brings in some income for the people that kind of rent the space for that ministry. This summer, Lord willing, it's on track, it's on the plan. Uh, fully staffed, and that will help us uh, as we get into the summer. We will have the struggle here at the church just like you do at your house with uh, increasing expenses like gas, electricity, and those things. Thankful that we're starting to roll into, again, Lord willing, spring. I know it will come eventually. I don't know when, but soon. That will help us in that regard. Our other expenses won't change a whole lot because we don't have a ton of expenses. So, I say all that to say that uh, if you're part of Christ Community Church, you love what Christ Community Church brings to you in ministry, give. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you how much. I'm not going to give you a percentage. Uh, that's your business to deal with, with God, about how He wants you to contribute to Christ Community Church. And I will say this, uh, especially again if you're new with us. Our message of giving is always threefold. Time, talent, and treasure. It's never just about money. It's never just about your talent. It's never just about your time. It's holistic. And we trust you to be faithful to just work out with God about how He wants you to invest those parts of your lives in the ministry of the church. Some of us are in a place where we can invest more of any one of those three then someone else might be able to. And so we give generously out of what God has given us as we are able and as He needs us to do. So I just encourage you to do that. I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, so far we're staying ahead of the bills. Alright? Amen. Amen. There have been times in the history of Christ in the church that has not been true. And it's been a struggle. So. That's all I'm going to say about that this morning because I want to talk about stuff that uh, is more about the life of the church. But it's funny, sometimes we have people say, you don't talk about money enough, and then when we talk about money, they're like, oh, you're talking about money. So it's like, we can't, can't wait on that real hard. So I just try to be upfront and honest with you about what that looks like. And so right now, we're behind our budget and we're set for 2022 by a significant amount, but we're keeping up with the bills right so, whatever you can do or whatever you think you need to do, talk with the Lord. You can be part of that as a member, as a part of Christ's community church. And then just be faithful to what God needs you to do.
is God has always been taking care of us when we need them. So, I trust him with you again. Woo! All right, so we get into the meat of this thing. It's not going to take as long. I have three points with a couple of sub-points underneath. I do not have a poem to share with you this morning, so that means this will not be an official Baptist sermon of three points in a poem. If I come up with anything by the end of the message, I'll share it with you. But if you want to go with me to Matthew chapter 28, probably for most of us a very familiar passage of Scripture, especially if you've grown up at all in a Christian church, Thank you. 
So that command is there. Then we go, we make disciples, we baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and we try to teach them everything that Jesus has commanded. And that was the that was the first order in ministry of the church that Jesus said he was going to establish with Peter's faith. Remember that story? When Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? Sets up some fish and they fall on the town in England. Isn't that always happened in England or something like that? 
those things, you generally have to go and finish. And there's a whole process involved, right? You know, what you're going to fish for. But, you know, just you, you at least have to walk somewhere. Most likely, you're going to drive somewhere. If you're going for the big stuff, you're going to get a boat.
for years just in time a couple of years ago. And Dennis was amazing. He uh, played the guitar, played the piano, he played a lounge club singer for a long time. And uh, he played any song on the planet, and he was funny and engaging, and it got all of his life. And I, I'm not kidding. He came here on multiple occasions, and I would go with him, and it did not matter where we went or what we were doing. We could walk into what used to be TCBY yogurt over on Minnesota Drive in Northern Heights, which one I remember, a couple of other restaurants.
confused about something, then you needed to talk with someone or you needed to, to let it out, you needed to express it. But that moment wasn't the moment that you needed to hear a quote sermon. So when I say that we're, we're ready to share the good news, I, I need to be sensitive to the context and, and follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit to know that this is a moment where I just need to show kindness and compassion, but maybe this isn't the moment that I bring up, quote, religion. And that's going to come a little bit later. Be sensitive to the circumstances of the people that you're with, but always be looking with spiritual eyes to see if there's an opportunity to reveal the person of Jesus Christ in your interactions and in your conversations and in the way that you do what you do. So it's personal and proactive. Share it through active living. And then, because we're not all equipped to be evangelists, bring people to church. We will share the good news here a lot. We will talk and sing and pray and show videos about the person and nature of Christ and what he is offering to us and why it matters. That's what we're here to do. But that doesn't mean that I just want you to throw it all on the church and go, I don't ever have to do anything other than drag somebody to church. Be prepared in your life. Because often what happens is you bring someone to church, you invite someone, and look, friends, family, neighbors, strangers, right? People at the store, person doing your checkout. I've had conversations with Teresa, Miss T, over at Carson, and I don't know how many times because we know each other now. And we talk about church. She's not really into it. So it wasn't kind of getting into the curve when I bring it up. Often what happens is if, if you are in this situation, you convince someone to come and hang out with you in church, when you leave here, they might have questions. And you will be their contact because you brought them and you invited them. And then you have to be spiritually sensitive and say, well, this is something I can help with. Or maybe I need to connect them with someone else. But those are the ways that we can go. Share the good news in all of the places where we live and move and breathe. We make Jesus non ignorable in the way that we live, the way that we speak, the way that we treat others. And we have a personal and proactive mission to share Christ in the way that we live and invite people to a church that we think is pretty great. Alright? Second, a church that goes, I apologize already, uh, these rhymes, so maybe it's sort of cool. But no alliteration. I, I got rid of the, all the G's. I started with that one. That was a bridge too far. So a church that goes and a church that knows. A church that knows Christ deeply as individuals and as a church. First John chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. First John chapter 2, verse 1 through 6. The apostle writes here, he says, My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. So that's the hope. But we don't fall into sin. 
the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Remember that gospel we just talked about a moment ago, the problem that everybody has? The resolution here it is. The resolution right here. If we have sin, there's an advocate who will stick up for us and trust in him and believe him and follow him. We are disciples of Christ. So, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the big word propitiation for our sins. That means payment. Equal payment. And it's not an equal payment. It's an overwhelming payment, an overwhelming sacrifice in response to our debt of sin. But he is that. He is he is the trade. He is the swap. He is he is the redemption for our sins. And not only ours but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this, we know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commandments. Now, we, we talk about this a fair amount here at Christ Holy Church. What are His commandments? It boils down to those two. It's another, it's our little kind of tag name, our brand. Love God. more specific things, they absolutely do. But everything Jesus said, everything always traces back to these two things. Love God with everything that you have and love your neighbor in the same way. So, but I guess we know that we have come to know that if we keep this commandment, we love God, we love our neighbor. Those are says, whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar. Truth is not in But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. And that word perfected there in the Greek is, a, is progressive. It means you're being, you're constantly being made more perfect as you obey the commands of Christ. As you love God more deeply, as you love your neighbor more fully, as you do that, you continually become as a follower of Christ. Does that mean you won't make mistakes? Unlikely. Does that mean you should make less mistakes now than you did then? I should hope so. By this, we may know that we are in Him. Whoever says he abides in Him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. So how does this relate to a church that knows you cannot walk in the way that Jesus walked if you don't know Him. So we have to be a people, individual people in a church who know who Jesus is, who know what He taught, who know what God inspired in the writers and the rest of the Bible to teach us about the character and nature of God, particularly the character and nature of God as Jesus Christ expressed in human flesh, living among us, teaching His disciples, teaching the people, to know those things. So, we grow, how do we know? We grow in wisdom and in knowledge by being the Word, by having holy conversations with one another, by being under biblical teaching. We express this to you all the time. You check out what we're teaching you. If it's not biblical, man, you better, you better throw us on Because we want to teach you what the Bible says and the truth of God. So we grow in wisdom and knowledge. We 
mature in our faith. That happens over time. Unfortunately, I have to tell you, it's true to life. Faith grows when it's tested. But things are easy and super awesome all the time. But faith tends not to grow. Although, I do believe, I think I've seen this in the lives of mature believers, and maybe, maybe some in my own life, as I've gotten older and my faith has matured through trial, during times then when things are pretty good, my faith is not diminished like it was when I was immature. I don't when I say diminished, I mean diminished faith looks a lot like depending on myself instead of depending on God. But I find myself less and less sort of marginalizing God's work in my life because I've got it all under control than I did when I was a younger Christian. I've seen fully the way that God has cared for us and protected us and brought us along and helped us in times of great distress and trouble. And so that even when things are good, I'm still like, God, you are so awesome. I am trusting you. So, we grow in wisdom and knowledge, we mature in faith, and we conform our behavior not to the standards of the church, not to the standards of the dude like me, but to the teaching of the Bible. Expecting nothing in return, and your reward 
misquote me here. Don't misquote the Bible either. This is Jesus speaking. He did not just say that if you lend somebody money and you don't expect that in return, you're going to get a bunch of money back. That is not how that works. Now, does that mean God will bless you with money because you've been generous that way? God can do whatever He wants to do. He can bless you in whatever way He wants to do. But this is not, this is not an exchange program. It's not an investment program for your, your retirement account. It's saying that if you're willing to give in a way that's generous and in a way in which God also gives to you, whatever reward you receive will exceed your expectations. And it will be exactly what God's word is. in this church 
children's ministry is no different. People have to volunteer. And there are some, there are some things that really make me want to just scream into a pillow about children's ministry. And it's never the children. But let me just say this. Thank you. 
Church-wide ministry to members, teaching the word, worship, life groups, children, students, meet volunteers, meet you to buy into that stuff, and don't approach it with a consumer type attitude. Uh, community service in case of Claire House, Jason just mentioned, something we've been doing for a very long time, I'm not even sure how many years, with that kind of engagement with the community. Last year, 2021, Benevolent giving apart from Claire House and other efforts that we did. We, this church gave over $10,000, I think it's closer to $15,000, just days to people and to causes and to, to specific needs to help people in this community. And that doesn't even count the hands on things that, were, that wasn't monetary, like helping people going to the park and all those kinds of things. That's incredible. That is great. We should do more of that. And then lastly, showing our communities open-handed cooperation with other churches like Rabbit Creek Church, like we did. Uh, just feeling a little less about this recently. 
resource network on statewide missions and things like that. Jason and I went to a great conference, invitation only conference last week. It was just this past Monday. Why does it feel like it's so long ago? About church planting and revitalization, it's awesome and it's exciting, and we're still processing what that means for us. Seabatch Baptist Association, which runs the camp, owns the camp where Stephen is the operations manager for the winter. Cooperating with them, Grace Works will be here in the summer, great ministry, and then other community events. And then, because the Lord has blessed us with this, we're hoping to return to an engagement with arts and community events and things like that. And along those lines, Taylor and Corral, 26, April. It's May 12th. Uh, a group called Pipeline Global Project who just performed at the World Expo in Dubai. Uh, a ladies trio, a cappella trio, will be here in partnership with AK Child and Family, a faith-based uh, trauma and adoption care uh, organization here in town. We're going to join together with them to do a fundraiser for AK Child and Family. We're going to fill this place with people and all kinds of fun and music, and we'll be able to talk about Christ Community Church and make that engagement. And then we're so that we're good, uh, working with uh, TPA Theater to do something with a group of high school students who are traveling to Scotland uh, later this summer and do uh, some sort of uh, concert with them and for them, those kinds of events. So, all kinds of ways to show our community that these other things matter to us as well and that we're, we're serious about. It. So, yes, that's the plan. Those are the components. I'll send something out this week that sort of puts this in a a graphic that you can look at and be reminded of, and, and you might find it as useful to share with others as you talk to them about the church. But we're in a season now where Christ Community Church has to get its feet back under it and begin to walk towards the future that God has for us. And I know that we will. He's been so good to us. And you have been. Karen and I talk about these people all the time. People ask, you guys ever going to retire and move from here? And we're like, Sounds delightful. We love our church. There was a time in my life where if you looked at me and said you, that your church would never pay consideration as to whether you would stay in or move out of Alaska, that would be crazy. But when we talk about if we were to do something different, and we're not planning, there's no plans, and we're here. We're, we're, we're here. But if, if we did, other events, keep your radar on, invite friends, bring people with you, and we will be good to them, and we will do good things. Because that's our mission. I'm going to ask Deb, Jim, and Karen if they will come back and join me, because we're going to close in a little bit different way this morning. Jay, if you can just bring up the words to the blessing.
just the verse, yet that first beginning part. And I'm going to ask you to stand with us. This is going to be our benediction this morning. Go ahead and throw those words up there, Jane.